0: happy wednesday church family we are in exodus 18 this week and this is the portion of scripture where we know as a jethro's principle uh, this chapter is, is particularly helpful for us that our leaders and ministry leaders pastors elders or anyone in leadership position and we just as we understand that we cannot do all of ministry by ourselves and on monday i, I walked through the text um and we're going to do a little bit of review here today as well. But um, when we think about ministry, uh, we have to understand that we can't, we, we, we delegate to other people. Uh, Moses here was doing that in the beginning. He was just sitting around, and there was like a whole circle of people. At least in my mind, I envisioned there's like a whole group of people just surrounding Moses and just uh, constantly just bringing up uh, question after question. And Moses just sits there, hear them out, ask more probing questions, and understand the situation better. Then he gives them counsel. And Jethro's father-in-law told him that you should not do this. This is unwise because if you keep doing ministry like this, you will die. And the people will die as well. Um, not that because uh, Moses, not because the whole nation of Israel hinged on Moses, but just that like some of these disputes are not going to be resolved and some of these things might be urgent or some things might be small, but not everything is going to be answered. So Jethro's suggestion and advice uh, and counsel is that uh, you train uh, faithful individuals who are uh, of godly character and, and you teach them these things so that they go and, and do uh, more. Uh, ministry basically you, you want to replicate yourself in chapter uh, 18 uh, verse 21 it said furthermore you shall select out of all the people able men so this is talking about their ability and their qualifications um, who fear God uh, men of truth this is meaning that they have to know right and wrong um, they have to hold to God's standard highly otherwise you don't want a corrupt leader and this is, these, these are men of truth, uh, those who hate dishonest gain. So the reason why they're doing these, uh, doing ministry, is not so that they can um, gain something out of it, but out of a pure heart that they're serving. They see their uh, position there is to care uh, for the well-being of their people, and so you shall uh, place these over them as leaders of thousands, of hundreds, of fifties, and tens, basically making the number smaller. Um, we understand that that's just how uh, ministry is supposed to be uh, our church is at a point where we're probably we would categorize as a medium-sized church um, you know there's churches out there that's only 50 people and then you know delegating the task would just be like you know delegating to 25 that's already half the church in our church as this gets uh, to us about we're about like 300 300 or 400 or so uh that's a lot of people and um there there's and real, realistically, it's not possible for all the elders to minister to that many people. As much as we want to be there uh, for everyone, um, we have to understand that as elders and leaders that we delegate the task. Um, uh, and we, we, we train other people to do the ministry with us, um, not for us in a sense like, okay, we don't care, and then they're left on their own. Rather, the job of all the elders and leaders and pastors in particular is to shepherd individuals, to teach them so that they can do the work of the ministry. All right, this is Ephesians chapter 4 uh, I think I've actually throughout this year as I was doing the podcast I'll, I, tend to, I tend to allude to this passage and, the, uh, and I, I allude to it a lot because mainly that's what this podcast is designed to do that's why it, well, that's why I do this that's why other people preach um, that's what all the other pastors preach that's why I have different Bible studies uh, the reason why we do these things is so that people could be equipped for the work of the ministry this is verse 12 of Ephesians chapter 4 for the equipping of the saints um, for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. So, all that we do as leaders is that we teach people. I mean, here I'm just being as a pastor, elder here at the church. Our main priority is actually to teach. Is to, is to instruct from the Word of God, and we and you, you guys, are feel feel free if you're a ministry leader to come and ask us for suggestion and advice on how to do different things or think through things biblically. But oftentimes we want to delegate uh, to other people, other faithful individuals that have a particular desire in those type of ministries, whether it be things like mercy or childrens or high school or whatever ministry that we have in this church. Um, we want to just encourage. Uh, and shepherd those that are in those respective ministries so they can do more ministry. Now, we know just even in the in the context of our church, there will be things that are just beyond um, uh, the ministry leader. And that's why it goes up to the elder board and different pastors when we talk about it, and try to give a verdict on how, what to think through, on how to think through things. Uh, and that's good. That's how it's supposed to be. And that was Jethro's principle that on the small things, the small things that you, you, know, you don't need to have uh, Really, your input and train other people to make those decisions for them to help them make those decisions. But on those big things, some that maybe the uh, the ministers can't fully grasp. And like it could be one or the other. um, You're the uh, Moses. That's when he's supposed to come in and and kind of interject and give them the the right response. A lot of ways that's the same thing here in our church. we don't need to know every little detail and we don't need to uh, counsel on every little thing. Um, But if there's a moment if you're shepherding someone and they're coming to you for you know some counsel and they can't an- and you can't answer that question then yeah feel free to talk with the elders or the pastors and we'd love to help you think through these things um and i think that's a good principle because there's again this delegates the work not just for the sake of like okay the pastor's can do less things but it's so that all of us can be uh in each other's lives and we are a blessing to one another um, this is how the body is supposed to be built the body is the entire uh, it's, it's not just made up of elders or pastors. The whole body of Christ is every individual in the church. Some of you are going to do things, some of you are going to speak things. That's uh, you know the first Peter passage about speaking and doing uh, things, those, those types of gifts. Uh, but all of us are supposed to be in each other's lives. And there will be some things that you may not know or need more counsel on. That's where you go and, and you ask any of the pastors and any of the elders. That's how the church is supposed to function. And we get that principle from from this chapter. That leaders, our role, our responsibility is to train other people, uh, train able people, train faithful people to appoint these individuals so that they can go and continue doing the work of ministry. And there's also a practical, another practical reason, not just for the fact that it kind of offloads some of the job for from the elders or pastors, um, or even the fact that uh, it gives everyone opportunity to serve, but also. It, uh, there's just a practical reality that all of us are eventually going to pass we're all going to die so we need to train future generations of people so that the you know, the church can continue on without us um, and we do that by by appointing faithful people uh, we look at their character uh, we look at uh, and we teach them doctrine and um, and we and, and we hope and, and as we understand these individuals that they do ministry not for because of any sort of selfish gain which is what Moses was instructed by his father-in-law that you want to appoint faithful individuals to go and help you do the ministry. Again, uh, I think sometimes we think of our church as like, okay, only the pastors and elders need to do things. Like the, they're the only ones that need to resolve every little thing. Um, and I, I don't think that's the that's the wisest approach because we have all the elders here are dealing with a hundred different things, and we may not know or get to the small things. But if it's a big thing, we would love to know and feel free to contact us. But you know we don't really need to know like, um, like you know small little details like kind of deacon type things where they're just like okay what should we do in terms of um, you know like well, like most recently we talked about we had the our little Passover meal the elders are not going to make a decision on what what should be on the menu right like that's not something that we they need our counsel or input in um, but there are bigger things and I think one of the bigger ones in the last year or so are things regarding ministry and COVID. How do we do these things? What's, uh, what Should we do outdoors? Should we do indoor? How do we go back indoor? These are big and good questions that the elders are working through and helping you guys think through these things in a biblical way so that you can do the work of the ministry. And, they, and those are the areas that I would categorize as important things, things that impact other people uh, and a lot of other people that of the, the whole church, or if it's some sort of doctrinal issue that, that, um, that we need clarity on. That's where you want to come to uh, the elders and pastors for those reasons. But if it's something small, something that it can, you know, whether it's something that could wait or something that um, another person can help decide, yeah, we would love to delegate those things so that everyone is involved in ministry. And that's what we do as leaders, that we appoint faithful leaders. And if this is you, if you are a ministry leader listening to this, that's your job too. When you think about your Sunday school, when you think about um, you know, your, your fellowship groups, you, eventually you're gonna go. You wanna try and identify other faithful people that can help you do the task of ministry. And I trust as y'all as are doing these, we are all doing these things. The Lord will raise up individuals, and, and we'll continue doing the work, and we'll, we'll care for each other, we'll meet each other's needs, and the church will just continue to thrive in that way. So that's the first lesson for today. And we think about uh, the, from Jethro's principle here, uh, that faithful leaders need to appoint faithful people so they could do the task faithfully. Uh, so that's today. Uh, for this Wednesday, We're gonna learn, we learned about how f- uh, leaders appoint faithful people. On Friday, we're gonna talk about how faithful people are to help other faith, other people. Um, and that we see that in terms of like how the the congregation responded to uh, Moses delegating and then training other people just to help others. Um, and we'll look at that on Friday and I, and I hope that we we'll draw some biblical principle for all of us as well. That when we're trained to do something, that we go and actually do the things that we're trained to do. Thanks for listening. Take care and have a great Wednesday.